Hey y'all, how are we doing? Shout out to Bear Nation for tuning in for another episode of The Bear Necessities of Entrepreneurship, a podcast for the entrepreneur-minded, created by entrepreneurs, discussing the real stories that give you the tools to overcome challenges and stay true to your real self. As always, I want to give a shout out to our partners over at Finn. Finn is a social good platform that creates employee engagement and builds culture. We've teamed up with Finn to give back to the communities that we serve. For every episode, we will be donating $10 to the cause of choosing by our guest in the Finn platform. Enjoy today's episode. Baron Nation, how are we doing? It's Rob Napoli, your host, back again for another episode of the Bare Necessities of Entrepreneurship podcast. And today, I don't just have one guest. I have two amazing guests, the Valens brothers, Kevin and Derek, who are the co-founders of a, I don't even want to say it's a workout company. It's really a mindset, lifestyle, mentality brand called Hidden Summit. And in fact, it's more of a movement. Um, and one of their slogans is move the dirt. Um, and we'll get into that. Um, Derek is the co-founder. He's a former Navy SEAL, current police officer in New York. And he's a future billionaire. That's I said that right, a billionaire with a B. Uh, and we'll, we'll get into that with Derek of thoughts of how, why, uh, and what he's going to do to get there. Kevin, uh, Kevin and I have actually known each other for a while. He was one of the first dudes I met when I moved to New York City a long time ago as he was a trainer at the gym that I started working out. First ever time doing CrossFit. It was like my third class. I met Kevin back in the day for the viewers that are not viewing on YouTube that are listening. And Kevin, similar to me, had the big man bun, the big old beard. It's now 2021. He's a little bit more clean shaven. But Kevin used to work um, in retail, got into fitness and working out and then started becoming a trainer and has run gyms and programs. It's just, well, Kevin, will get into his story, but he is uh, one of the most supportive people you'll ever meet. He'll do anything for anybody. And he knows how to motivate you in all the right ways, even when it frustrates the hell out of you. Uh, so that was my two guests today. And that was a bit of a long intro, but Kevin and Derek say hello to Bear Nation. What's going on, Bear Nation? Happy to be here today. Um, Rob, looking forward to this and looking forward to this for a long time. So it's been a long time coming and, you know, your story is awesome too, what you've done and everything that you've been doing. And I'm happy to sit and chat with your community today and, you know, just talk about uh, what we're doing and why we're doing it. Absolutely. And, uh, Derek, say hello to Bear Nation for me as well. I think you're muted, Derek. All right. There we go. Good to go. Nope. You're muted again. <laughs> there we go. What's up, Bear Nation? Derek here. I uh, just want to say thanks for having me. Looking forward to the show. I'll share what I can, and hopefully you guys get something out of it. Love it. Yeah. I got to say, I, I was getting a little nervous when that countdown on this uh, <laughs> app platform went down. and reminded me of a workout. I was like, oh, man. Can you, can you stop the clock? I'm going to take a pre-workout pee before we get into this, this podcast. And then Derek's mic wasn't on, so now all the nerves are gone and we can just talk. So uh, thanks for helping me out. <laughs> hey, isn't, um, that what brother, isn't that what brothers are for, to help each other out all the time? Yeah, exactly. Solid icebreaker. <laughs> and so 
you know, what's really interesting, and I, I kind of want to, because I, I introduced Hidden Summit, and I know I didn't do it justice, but to me, when I think of Hidden Summit, and for those that are listening, I've got some great Hidden Sun, Summit swag on, um, as well as Kevin. What is the essence of Hidden Summit? Because it is a little bit of everything. And so when you two came together, let's start here, to, to think of Hidden Summit as a company, as a brand, as a movement, what was the essence behind Hidden Summit and what do you want it to be? Well, I got to so, say, it, it was Derek's idea. This whole thing was his idea. I'm going to let him take the lead on this one. Hidden Summit... I guess the idea behind it when it first started, it came from the fact that I knew people were capable of much more than they thought they were. Mm -hmm. Where I got that from, I was Navy SEAL. I did make it through that training. Prior to going through that training, I had people tell me I wasn't going to make it through that training. They say it's too hard. Those people are on another level. You're never going to make it through. You're going to quit. You're too weak. You know, you don't have what it takes. Whatever. I heard it all from different people. But the fact of the matter is, although I was a regular guy before I went in and pretty much still am a regular guy, I did make it through. I had the ability to make it through. And the only reason I did is because I believed in myself and I pushed myself as uh, well, as far as I could, really. And so I wanted to, wanted to share that mindset and teach that mindset to other people. And the best way I know how to do that is through fitness. So that's really where Hidden Summit comes from and what it's all about. I love that. Yeah. Coming I from mean, a place of mindset, mindset through movement. So, so with that being said, Kevin, what do you see as the essence of Hidden Summit? What does it mean to you? Well, I mean, I think it's evolved in like the short life that we've had, right? We started this because, you know, Derek was getting out of the military and he wanted to go change people's lives. He wanted to show people that they're more capable of doing what it is that they wanted to do in this life. And I've gone on a weight loss journey and Derek made it through the Navy SEAL program and served his time. And, you know, I understand what hard work is. And I just happened to be helping people with fitness and nutrition at the time. And, you know, I was living in Brooklyn and I was working for the gyms. And I always thought that like, well, the world's bigger than Brooklyn. There's more people to help out there. Why don't, why can't we do it our way? So he was like, hey, do you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, uh, I'm in. And it started off with us just helping a couple of people our way, which was, you know, mindset first and then everything else follows, mm -hmm. you know, fitness follows, nutrition follows, habits follow. But it's about you have to think that you're capable of doing it and learn that you're able to do it one step, one question, at a time, one choice at a time. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, what it's become is less of us just training people. Right. There are a million trainers out there. But it's, mm -hmm. we formed something really special in a time uh, where the world was being told that we have to stay apart. Mm -hmm. We decided to bring people together uh, through the Internet, uh, not just through North America, but South America, Europe, Asia. We, we're helping people globally now through this community. And the Hidden Summit group is our community. And it's become this lifestyle, this ethos mm -hmm. that together we can become better, right? Because one of the things that we say and to sum it up, it goes like this, like without you guys, without the community, there is no us. Because then it would just be Derek and I talking to ourselves all day. Mm -hmm. And together we can become better, right? We can learn from these people that come and hang out with us and learn from us and work with us every single day um, by making small, seemingly insignificant decisions to take mm -hmm. themselves 
to a place where they believe that they can go. Because Derek said it. He's a regular guy. I'm a regular guy. We grew up in a regular home with normal parents, normal public schooling. We don't have an ounce of talent within us. And it's just about, hey, well, if we can form the lives that we want to live, why can't you? If I can, yeah. change my, if I can lose 100 pounds, why can't you? If Derek can yeah. become a Navy SEAL, why can't you do what you want to do? And that's what we're trying to do every single day. I love that. You know, there's a couple of things that really stuck out to me. And this is why I say it's a bit of a movement uh, as a lifestyle brand, because it is, you said it, there is millions of trainers out there, right? People that teach you how to work out, all these things, but it starts up top. And this community, right? You talk about virtual programming, you built this global community. In fact, I mean, the Bear Nation community has been listened to in over 29 countries right now. Uh, so shout out Bear Nation for, for making this global in such a short time. And I, I kind of want to get into this community aspect piece of it because Hidden Summit started this time, but it also, I mean, it really came to life. And you and I talked about this, Gavin, a while back um, before it actually happened. And it really started to pick up steam during this pandemic. What do you think, you know, when you're looking at starting a, a business, the world's trying to stay apart and you're trying to bring people together, what was one of the biggest challenges early on in building that community approach for Hidden Summit? What was it that really stuck out that was like, holy shit, this is not going to be easy. Um, and so what was that challenge? And, and what was it that was there at that time? You're just like, is this right? Are we doing this right? So I'm hearing a couple of different questions here. Um, and one, I don't think any of, I thought it was any of it was going to be easy, but I thought it was all going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. Because that conversation that you and I have when we were like, hey, why are we working for other people when we have it in our hearts to help people our way? Mm-hmm. And that's what Derek and I wanted to do. We wanted to be different. You know, I don't know if I don't think I'm the best trainer out there, but I know I can change your life. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't have all the certifications and paperwork to say that I've gone through this, that or the other, but I've experienced more than some. And, you know, the other part of that question is, you know, when did I know it was right? Well, I was working for somebody else and work started to dwindle down less and less. And I was said, I'm going to lose my job. There's not going mm-hmm. to be a gym to run anymore. Mm-hmm. And before they told me that I was furloughed, which they did last September, uh, I said, well, I'm going to try this thing and I'm going to start it. So I just started talking to people one person at a time, hearing mm-hmm. what they were going through, hearing where they've come from, where do they want to go? And I started helping one person at a time. I remember the early days of the Hidden Summit Group, which is our Facebook platform and community, which has grown uh, to from in a year's time this month, actually, July from zero people to 800 people, um, all, all organically. Uh, I remember in the early days, it was just, I would post everything. Every single post would be me. I would talk on Facebook live to myself every mm-hmm. single day. Um, but I didn't stop. I didn't quit. And the reason why I didn't quit was because I knew this is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So when I got furloughed, you know what? I, I, I thought, well, this is an opportunity. And I said early on in the pandemic that, you know, character wouldn't be developed here, but it would be shown. And I really wanted, I kept saying for years, like, oh, I'm going to leave work. I'm going to leave work. I'm going to do my thing. And I was scared. Mm-hmm. I was frightened. And I had to take my own advice of, you know, when I was scared, and that's exactly where I had to be. And that's where I had to take that step. Mm-hmm. And I found out right away that I work much better with my back up against the wall because mm-hmm. leaving my job, 
when we were planning on buying a house in the middle of a global pandemic when nothing was guaranteed <laughs> was exactly what I needed mm -hmm. to start the business of my dreams and go help mm -hmm. people the way we wanted to help people. And I had not let that push. And I, yeah, it was just kind of like, well, here's the door, walk through it. Mm -hmm. And then when you walk through it, now it's time to go to work. You know, yep. uh, I feel like I'm, you know, with that in mind, you know, if anyone's out there thinking about starting a business and they're scared and they're worried, ask yourself, why do you want to do it? Like, do you want to do it to make lots of money? Sure. We all do. Mm -hmm. Or do you want to do it to change people's lives? How yeah. can you help people? And that's at our core. We lead with our head and our heart, not with a mm -hmm. dollar sign. And we've been able to change more people's lives this last year. And I've worked more this last year than I've ever worked before. And I've been mm -hmm. less stressed because I get to wake up every single day and I get to go about my business and help people the way I want to help people. It's pretty, Absolutely. pretty fucking cool. It is. And, and, and that is something that so many entrepreneurs don't do is they let fear hold them back. Right. I want to do this. And there's a quote that I saw in, I think it was in Chelsea. It's on the ground and it said, dreams, dream until you make it a reality, not dream until it becomes a reality. Dream until you make it a reality, right? And that has always stood with me that so many people are dreamers, but rare, rarely are they doers. And so a lot of entrepreneurs needs to be that mental shift of, hey, you can't just dream it. You have to make it a reality. And so as we, as we kind of think about that quote, Derek, question for you, since this is your idea, was there ever any doubt or fear from your standpoint of starting this business or was it like you knew in your heart that this was just all in from the get-go when, when you had this idea to, to launch? 100% there was fear. More so fear and doubt in myself. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody's heard, or most people have heard of the imposter syndrome. And that was where most of my fear came from. Mm -hmm. I was trying to start a business and charge people for something that I didn't know, to be honest with you, but I was 100% qualified to teach. You know, just because I had done something in the past, what make what gives me the right to go about telling everybody how to do something or live their life, you know? Mm -hmm. So I had to believe in myself. I had to trust what I, that what I wanted to do was the right thing and that other people would believe in me the same way I believe in me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, there was, uh, there was definitely doubt. There was definitely fear. But at the same time, anything in life that's worth doing should have a little bit of discomfort to it. Mm -hmm. It should take you out of your comfort zone. Otherwise, you're just doing something you already know you're good at, and therefore your life's not going to change. You've already <laughs> done that before. So, I, I love I that. I had, a, I had a guest early on my podcast um, who, um, who shared a line. He had worked for 25 years in blue chip companies like LVMH for the Moet Hennessy brand. And his mentor said... If you're comfortable sitting on your couch at 6 p.m. and going on vacations and doing these things, then, I mean, okay, that's fine if you're comfortable that way. But it means you're probably missing something. And that's when he realized, like, you know, I'm comfortable with my life and I don't like that. I want to leave probably a half million dollar a year package, if not more, to go be a CEO and be an entrepreneur, start his own business. And he said the same thing, which is that when he realized how comfortable he was going home, 6.30 at night, sitting on his couch, 
that something was missing. There was, there was something missing in his life. Uh, and so I love that you talk about that and, and go through that. I, I want to dig in, Derek, for a second. You know, you talked about people told you you'd never be a SEAL, but you went and did it anyways. What do you think, you know, and, and mindset is a big piece to you. What do you think was your biggest lesson? And I know there's probably a thousand of them, but one of the biggest lessons from your time as a SEAL and going through that transition that led you into wanting to really be a coach and an entrepreneur and start a business helping others change their mindset? Um, I think it had to do with the fact that when I was going through the Navy SEAL program, I, I had that same imposter syndrome going on where mm -hmm. like, do I deserve to be here? This and that. Um, and then I made it through. Right. And then there's all these other people that were coming up to me afterwards, you know, family and friends from back home saying like, Oh, that's, that's super cool. Yeah. I don't know how you did that. You know, you must be, you know, crazy special. And the truth is I'm not at all. Yeah. So the fact of the matter is that people don't think they can do things like that. They don't think they can push their bodies to be extraordinary. Mm -hmm. That's wrong. So and they clearly need someone to help coach them to show them that they can push themselves to be extraordinary. Mm -hmm. So that's where it was. You know, I just realized one day, like, hey, I'm not special, but I did do something special and everybody else can do the same thing. I love that. And and that's something to me, I talk about time and, you know, Kevin, you kind of brought this up about. You, know, you don't have all the certifications, all these things, but you have a lot of experience, a lot of time put in. And that experience is not about years. It's about experience gained. It's about are you actually putting in minutes, the hours, right? Malcolm Gladwell, 10,000 hours to master a craft, right? Are you putting that in? And then theory versus practice, right? And so, you know, from your standpoint, Kevin, you talked about you know, you went through a weight loss journey and you've kind of gone through a long journey of finding yourself in all of this from where you were to playing college athletics to lose, you know, losing the weight, getting to this point. And you talked about you always knew you wanted to work for yourself. Where did this like entrepreneurial drive come from? Do you think it started early? Was it something that as a kid or was it something that you grew through and came to you as you kind of went through your own personal transformation and having belief in yourself? I, you know, no one's ever asked me that before. Um, and I've been having a lot of conversations about why, how we got here. And I don't think it was the entrepreneurial mindset wasn't something that we grew up learning about. It was go to school, get a job, work. You know, I could yeah. remember like, go get a job for as long as, you know, I, I've been told to get a job fighting my father. Like, I don't want to go work. Um, and I, I guess it clicked along the way where it's, you know, I, it was almost, it is selfish. I want to do what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And I know if I want to do something, I'll do it well. And if I don't have my heart in it, then it isn't going to be great for me personally in the moment. And then long-term, how am I ever going to be satisfied? Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I guess I got more involved with the brand first form that I realized that I had more opportunity out in the world than I thought. Mm -hmm. And I was working retail for the longest time, dreading going to work because I didn't want to sell someone a fucking T-shirt every single day. <laughs> I did it really well. Don't, mm -hmm. don't don't get me wrong. 
people walked out of there happy. And I was, I love, I think I learned a lot in the jobs that I had. And I believe that everything happens for a reason from me being a dishwasher as a 14 year old to being, you know, a barista at Starbucks, a server at a Ruby Tuesday, you know, going in and getting like a part-time job in college and cleaning up the weight room to, you know, working in retail, doing customer service, never know who's going to walk in the door running my own store, learning how to run a multi-million dollar business. I believe all that happened for a reason. So the day Uh that I was able to say, I'm ready to take on what I want to do for me, I had all this experience under my belt from doing the shit I didn't want to do in the first place. Uh So I can create a working environment for myself Uh where I know that there are days and days and times I'm going to have to do things I don't want to do. But if I can do it really, really well, someone else is going to better benefit for it. And there's something that happened along the way, like even in like people want to be entrepreneurs, right? People want to do what they want to do in this life. I'm all for it. But what people don't want to do is master the mundane. People mm-hmm. don't want to do the boring tasks that no one sees every single day. They don't want to answer emails beyond midnight. They, they don't want, want to do the bare necessities of business. That's right. The right? bare necessities of business. <laughs> so... <laughs> No, I don't know if there was a specific moment, but I think it was just I was fed up for listening to somebody else. And I was like, you know what? If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it my way. And uh, I'm just fortunate enough to have Derek there with me. You know, we grew up together. We're best friends and, you know, played sports our our whole lives together and got in trouble together. And, um, you know, we were apart for a little bit, but him coming back from the military and, you know, before we started a new job, wanted to do this, you know, we were able to, you know, he calls me out on my bullshit and we celebrate the successes all, all the same time. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, what you want a partner, you know, we, it's mm-hmm. not like all high fives and rainbows all the time. We butt heads enough, but you know, it's okay because sometimes I, I'm not right. And yeah. that's totally okay. And we need to talk about that too. So I don't think there was a specific that. moment. I was just over time. I needed to make a choice to say, I'm going to do what I want to do and I, I better do it well if I want to put food on the table. Absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of times some people say they, 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 they want to be an entrepreneur early. Some find it later, you know, similar to your path. I mean, I started at 14 busting dishes, you know, busting tables and washing dishes. And I didn't actually even think about entrepreneurship until, you know, Italy when I started getting to the startup scene and really realizing I knew I always wanted to be a speaker. That's something I've known since I was a kid. I wanted to be able to stand up and deliver in front of people, but it was a, it's a process. And it's partly why I think the whole concept of the bare necessity of entrepreneurship really kicked in and clicked for me was that when I started Half Day Group and Rise Up Coaching, what I realized really quickly because I'd seen it in other environments working for startups is that real entrepreneurship and the best entrepreneurs, they understand the need for the mundane the the things the, the the bare necessities of starting a business, creating a brand, launching it, dealing with emails, dealing with customers, going out and selling first, right? Founders that sell first have better companies because they know what their essence is. Um, and so I loved hearing that. And, and I I started my first business with a business partner. I think that helped really make some of those things work well. And so a question for the two of you, and I'll let you both maybe one of you can answer, or both of you can answer. One, being brothers and working with family is, is, is not always easy. It's great that you have that. But when you started this business, because a lot of entrepreneurs, they start a business with somebody else. So they don't clearly define roles. And that's where problems arise. It's like, oh, they're going to do this. I'm going to do that. And there's no clear defined. So did you sit down and be like, hey, 
you're owning this, I'm owning this, we're clearly defining our partnership? Or did that happen over time? And did you maybe run into a few things where it was you weren't sure and you had to have that conversation together? Well, well we, def- we definitely tried to define yeah. the roles. <laughs> um, we, we realized or came to the conclusion that we didn't have enough of a business yet to define too many roles. Mm-hmm. We knew what the essence of the business was and where we wanted to go with it. So we were, it was still forming and the roles weren't even there to give. And to be honest with you, that's sort of still happening. Mm-hmm. Not that we don't have our roles, but we're still finding out what other roles we can play because mm-hmm. there's a lot to do when it comes to a business. And right now there's like, what, three of us, four of us running the business, you know? So besides the two of us, we have, we have a couple extra coaches that help us out. One in particular, she's great. Um, but besides that, it's just, it's just, just Gavin and I, and we're figuring it out together. Cause mm-hmm. like you said, in, we didn't really think about doing entrepreneurship too much growing up. I've never taken a business class in my life. Uh, so there's still a lot to figure out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I remember us sit, I remember us sitting around a, a whiteboard trying to define roles and I'm like, this is all well and good. This sounds nice on paper, but I was like, titles are free. Like our, our mission was to go out and help as many fucking people as possible. Mm-hmm. And when you're start like our business specifically is people forward, right? Uh-huh. Without the community, there is no business. So let, uh-huh. the goal was to let's form a community. And everybody had to be on the same page uh, as to what that meant, which meant to go above and beyond to give and educate and, and help people create a, a, a sense of positivity uh-huh. and get them involved with yep. themselves. And uh, in a year's time, almost a year's time, I would say this is probably even more, closer to September, uh, end of August, September, almost at a year, we're coming to a point where we're, we're able to define more roles. And, uh, you know, Derek's taken a, a lot of the behind the scenes uh, and I've done a lot more of the people facing side of things. And we brought mm-hmm. on essentially one full timer uh, and some some part time coaches to help us manage uh, the, the flow of our Facebook community. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this will only evolve as we evolve. And the idea is that, you know, Derek and I, you know, I, I found out early on, like when I, he, so the way it happened was Derek was uh, getting out of the military and this didn't really pick up until he was going into the police academy. Mm-hmm. So he, he wasn't able to do as much as I did. Cause like, while well, he was picking up with work because he's a full-time police officer. Right. I, I was, had more, more and more time on my hands. Mm-hmm. So I was able to run with it. And I learned early on, like, well, if I don't communicate with him, then there's just a loss of trust or a mm-hmm. loss of, you know, faith in what we started. And we sat down and I remember having a conversation and, you know, since then the goal has been to over communicate and under deliver uh, and then oh, like, to over communicate with ourselves and then mm-hmm. deliver the deliverables. I uh, never want to under deliver, but never, never try and jump the gun and say like, well, mm-hmm. I'm going to go and do something because I feel it. You know, yeah. what I've learned as a, as a new you know, business owner and entrepreneur is that, you know, this is a team effort mm-hmm. and I need to communicate with the people that are involved so we can do the, what's best for the business. Not just because I feel do, like doing something in the moment. Yeah. And uh, you know, cause you get excited, right. When things start <laughs> to work, you're yeah. like, 
I'm, I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep rolling uh-huh. with it. We're going to build upon this. No one needs to know. Like, it's going to work. Yeah. And then everybody else is kind of like, WTF, what's going on? <laughs> and, yeah. you know, as you're, as you're working with a team, it's super important to be able to communicate that. So we've set up systems um, using, like, Monday as a platform and mm-hmm. communication, and, you know, happens through uh, that platform. Minus yeah. our, like, Derek and I, we have weekly calls, and then we have a monthly call with our staff. And, um, yeah. you know, it, it, it's worked out so far so good. Yeah. I love that. Cause you know, I had the pleasure of getting to come to a workout a couple of weeks ago where you had the whole team here in New York kind of doing a hidden summit summit. Um, and, and got to see what that looked like from the full timers to those that are supporting you from, from the outside. And, you know, communication is, is such a big piece. Not only does it hold you accountable, but it allows you to validate or, not validate what needs to happen, right? Sometimes opposition is the best form of moving forward because it makes you really look at the process. Uh, so I love that that kind of communication and, and how you grow that. You, know, you talk about building community, right? I want to get into this deep here for a second. And you got over the last year, over 800 people have come onto the platform and been a, being a part of this community. You both have pretty big personal brands, right? Both of you have quite large followings on Instagram. How has building your personal brands helped bring in this professional community for Hidden Summit? Do you think that has helped? And how are you leveraging your other platforms to grow Hidden Summit through the power that we have in social, which you both are pretty active on and helping you know build a community? Obviously, you're building a global community online and one of the hardest years any of us have gone through is, is millennials. Um, so tell me a little bit about how you're leveraging the personal brands that you've built into the business itself. Well, well, I mean, to start off hidden summit is us as people, right. Mm-hmm. And who we are as people is showing our Instagram accounts. So 100% Instagram accounts, social media in general has helped bring our community and turn it into what it is. Authentic, yeah. authentic Instagram accounts, right? The authentic, key point there yeah. is they're showing who they really are. They're not. Neither of you try to be Instagram famous. It's fucking one hundred percent you both as individuals, Derek and Kevin. And that's I just wanted to point that out because that's something you said, but it needs to be like louder for those in the back in this culture we live right now. Yeah, yeah, it helps grow <laughs> strictly because that's what it, some it is. It's it's our personality. It's who we are as people. Yeah, I mean, we are the brand. The brand is us, and, it, it, you know, it's a name that we came up with to represent, like, what we're trying to go towards. But, I mean, I feel like all the hard work I put in over the last six, seven years and growing my personal account, you know, there, there are sometimes still when I put something up and it gets dog shit likes and engagement. And I'm just like, whatever. This is this is me. This is what I felt. This is the message I'm trying to get across. Somebody will connect with it. Let's move on. Like, Sure. Could every single picture that I post be like me, like shirtless and just flexing with some like product in my hand? Absolutely. Could I sign a lot of deals and do that now these days? But I don't I don't just sign with anybody. I, I, I work with people that I, I respect and I care about and I like what they're doing and what they're what they represent mm-hmm. and, you know, how they can help me and help the people in our community. And the idea is that like every single day I'm just I'm going to be me. 
And you have to be unapologetically you in a world where people are going to respect you and what you're trying to get across for your brand. And I, I, I absolutely agree, I agree that without that hard work and growing that over the last several years, then Hidden Summit wouldn't have hit the, you know, hit down as hard as it did. Mm-hmm. And I think like it goes hand in hand, like people come and they follow both of us the coaches and they follow hidden summit and then they just get a, you know, this dump of positivity, this dump of education, this dump of show up and do the work every Mm -hmm. single day, because those are the people that we work with. Those are the people that are in our community. They're not, you know, look, no one else in the community is a Navy seal. No one else in the community is, you know, a professional athlete, but we're helping real normal people change their lives because they believe like, Whoa, if these people are doing it, then maybe I can do it too. Yeah. And if you have, like you said it earlier, when you're talking about dreams, I put up a post about dreams. I did a podcast on dreams a couple of weeks ago, but like those dreams, like you put them in your head, right? You're the one that thought of them. And then you go out into the real world and everybody's like, no, like you got a good job or you can't do that. Or you're never going to lose that weight or but like, no, it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know? So like our goal is to say like those dreams can become a reality if you choose to make it that way. Yeah. And that's what we would get through our social media. And I, and I love that because I, I, I firmly believe in this power of intentionality and authenticity, especially when it comes to your personal brand, because your personal is your professional brand. Your professional is your personal brand. We no longer live in a study where you have two separations of your brands. It's, it really is one because people can find you and see you, right? And they get to know you and they need to connect, be able to connect the dots. And, you know, when you, when you do that from a personal level, building a community becomes easier because it's built with intentionality, bringing in the right people. It's built with authenticity because you're showing who you are. And you mentioned this about the power of positivity and mindset. And I know that's a big piece of changing your mindset. So, you know, Derek, how, how do you go about changing mindset? I mean, is, is, is it through manifestation? Is it through reinforcement? Like, how do you go about from the hidden summit style with the mindset? And, and where does one start with getting their mind right? Loaded question. Very loaded. I know what I would say. It's, <laughs> you want to go? You want to take it first? Sure. I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I mean, like, I, I think like if we're talking about our group specifically, when people come to us, it's going through our progress over time series. It works. It's an eight-week series that we run simultaneously with the quarterly challenges that we do that starts with a simple question. Why the fuck do you want to do this? And how are we going to do it? Right? And then from there, once we define what our why is, because a man who knows their why can live to bear almost any how, then we get to put down on a piece of paper what we're going to do every single day to check off the boxes and win the days of the week to win the week and then win all the weeks to win the month. And then guess what? Once we start to win, we get momentum. Once we get momentum, we get confidence. Once we get confidence, we can apply intensity. You know, we go through all these different topics each and every week, and we're building habits slowly, right? I don't think anybody needs a program to say, like, this is what you're going to do, and this is all you're going to do for a certain amount of time, and when you do that, your life's going to be changed. No, because guess what? We can wake up tomorrow, and we don't know what's going to fucking happen. Pandemic number two, who knows? The only thing we don't know is that we don't know. Yep. So 
mindset happens when you surround yourself with like-minded people and you start to believe in the little things that you tell yourself and win those little battles every day. Because guess what? Those micro truths of doubt and fear and uncertainty, they're real, but they don't have to turn into macro lies where they stop you from getting where you want to go. Yeah. So it all starts with what's going on up here. And why do you want to show up today? Why did you come on this call? Why did you join this group? Why did you reach out? Let's dial, let's dial into that first. Because if we I love can it. do that, then we can do anything. We start with why. Right? I mean, yeah. Simon Sinek, 2006, yeah. 7, 8, whatever it was, start with yeah. why. I mean, it, it hasn't changed. And I like that you have a whole progress over time, right? An eight-week set program because it's not – doesn't happen overnight. It, it can't happen overnight. That's too much to ask of one person. Uh, so, Derek, now that you heard Kevin's answer on the loaded question, do you have anything to add or a different perspective from your from, from your side of, of where to start? I mean – he answered it well. The fact of the matter is your mind isn't going to change overnight. Yes, you can be motivated at one night and wake up the next day super motivated, ready to get after it. But I guarantee you at some point that motivation fades. And the only way you can keep going is if you have the right mindset where you you have that why, you know what you're, you're working for. And the way that that happens is slowly over time building these habits that help you get to where you need to be. Little habits too, nothing too grand, because if it's too big, it's going to seem too hard and you're not going to want to do it. You're not going to be able to do it. So little things, step by step, get you get you to where you need to be in order to complete your goals. Um, there's no science. There's no magical answer. Um, you know, you just got to believe in yourself and truly want what it is you're going after. So I just wrote this down because I thought this was amazing how you said the way you said that. Motivation does not equal mindset. Motivation gives you the ability to create habits. Habits create mindset. I literally just wrote that out as you were saying that. That's how it like clicked in my brain. Because most of us think motivation equals mindset. And it's really easy to be motivated for a day, a week, a month. Then you see you start seeing people fall off, right? You know, the 75 hard challenge uh, is meant to kind of push through that because most people quit after a couple of weeks. It gets too hard. And so, so many people think motivation equals mindset. Motivation does not equal mindset. Motivation creates habits. Habits equal mindset. Um, I think motivation is bullshit. I I really do. I think it comes and goes like the seasons. It does. Are are you motivated to work out every day? Me, absolutely not. No. No, neither am I. Derek, are you motivated to work out every day with your schedule and everything you have going on? Every day, <laughs> such a fucking liar. Motivation, like so. In the same breath, in the same way you look at it, like I say, like motivation is bullshit. Yeah, do I get motivated sometimes? Sure, I got last two weeks ago. I got to spend a weekend with five CrossFit Games athletes and train alongside them. I was fired up coming back from Colorado. Right? How long is that going to last? But discipline, right? I would add motivation, right? Equals mindset. And then discipline creates the habits to continue to circle back, to be motivated, to have the mindset. And then it goes this full circle. And I think that is how that works. I, I love it. I think that's a great kind of culmination, too, of like what Hidden Summit, like the mentality of Hidden Summit is, the essence of it and what you're creating. 
And so that's, that's something that I just feel I feel really passionate about is that, you know, you're doing it through movement, but there's so much more to this community. And and everyone thinks, oh, I'm already buttoned to this. I have this. It's like, no, what you don't understand is that there's certain things and people and groups that you want to be a part of because it starts from the top and works all the way through life. And this is one thing that has always impressed me about what you're doing is that everything is interconnected with the two of you. You know, I mean, Kevin, you and I, one time we hadn't talked in a long time before the pandemic. And I remember I had made a note to text you and you done the same. And we were, you were walking the dog as I'm walking home at like eight 30 at night, coming back from a long day at the office. And I was like, Holy shit. Like we should go grab coffee. And then like a week later we were grabbing coffee, catching up. And that's, I think when we had the conversation mm-hmm. about the, for the first time hidden summit, it was something so random. We hadn't seen each other. I stopped coming to the, to that gym and I switched to different gym because I changed my work. And it's like little things like that. And it's always been with you. It's interconnectivity of life and people and putting good out there, right? That power of discipline and positivity. When you put all that out, it comes back around because you know that everything's connected together. Um, so now we're getting close to the end of the, end of the show here. So I have a few questions that I want to ask. And I mean, I actually have like another 15 questions that I want to get into that I've been writing down furiously, like four pages of notes. Already. We'll have to do a part two. <laughs> well, we'll definitely have to do a part two, which I think would be great um, to do, especially as, as you continue to grow. But before I get into the final questions that everyone knows that I end this podcast with, I want to ask this one question is what's in store for Hidden Summit as we look at fall of 2021 going into the end of the year? and kicking off 2022, what are, what are some of the growth plans or some of the things that you have aligned um, to go forward with that you're building for? Was that a Harry Potter ringtone? You bet it is. <laughs> you bet it is. Um, I, I have, I have a, a full 3D castle up here. And in fact, I'm uh, working with an artist. I'm getting the Hogwarts castle um, uh, skyline on this arm at some there point. There we go. Dude, this, so, this, is, this is how crazy life life is like this uh the theme of the week for our, our alpha track workouts this week is harry potter theme so all you, the workouts are named after harry potter characters you realize that was only like two seconds of the theme song and you nailed it like you didn't even oh, yeah. two seconds yeah. that was I mean, amazing everybody, you know, everybody knows that one <laughs> <laughs> i love um, it um, yeah, so yeah where's where's that head summit going as we look at fall 2021 into 2022 all right, so we we got a we got a bunch of cool things uh, planned. One, we're going to continue to you know we we're really young, right? We're we're still baby in this company, so like some little things got to be taken care of. You know, updating our website, working with somebody that you care about. We're working with our friend who's a website developer and marketer, so the experience on our website could be better because we know that it's like, well, let's start a business, put a website together, and it's it's fine, but we want it to be home base. Right. Yeah. Because where where that is, we'll be able to grow the way we want to grow and be more of less of an, you know, we will have interactions with one on ones because that's our core. That's how we started. We'll always do that. But mm-hmm. it's going to be a content based platform. Right. We want to bring more entertainment, education uh, and daily activity to people so people can live through us and bring that to their world. Mm-hmm. Right. Just because we're in New York, we have coaches in Colorado and Texas and Missouri that work with us. We want to do a lot more so people can see how we're living our lives so they mm-hmm. can look, gain uh, some insight to apply that to their day to day. 
we're going to grow our, our, our workout programs. Hidden Summit Tracks is a great value. Hidden Summit Tracks, we have five different workout programs for a dollar a day. And we're, Derek's working on a full project to team up gyms um, throughout the United States so we can introduce Hidden Summit Tracks to different gyms, not like CrossFit gyms. Uh, but you know, those new hybrid gyms that are popping up. So you can do your traditional lifting, you can do your functional fitness, you can get in what you have to do. So we're, we're, we're ready to expand. Uh, we just need that to align with the website so we can grow in synchrony. Um, the other cool thing that Derek and I want to do is, you know, after, you know, we had that weekend when the coaches came into town and we did our little Sunday in Brooklyn, that was a, a little test to see, uh, what the reaction and reception would be. Uh, because we want to host these events uh, throughout the United States. We want to host these events called Hotel Sierra throughout the United States so we can bring people together for a long weekend and mm -hmm. run a seminar, all right, bring in our coaches and other speakers and live with us for a weekend. So we wake up together, we work out, we go eat, we, we have a seminar, we go work out, and we go do something, so a social hour, and we do that. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, they go home Sunday, they leave, they bring that super positive weekend that they've had where they've been surrounded with like-minded people back to where they came from so they can continue to apply those daily habits and build discipline in their lives to grow even more so, right? I love people. Derek loves people. We love working with people, and we know that people have the potential to change. And now that the world's starting to open up, the goal is to, all right, we're cool being here in New York, but we're going to come to you. Yeah, we we want we want to we want to go see the country. We want to be around different people, and we want to bring what we're doing every single day to your part of the world. And we want to make sure that these events can happen. So that's uh, within the next year what the plan is to do a little bit of that. I love it, and I think the weekend events would be amazing. Um, and I mean, just the one Sunday was fun. So think about that for a full weekend. I'm in. Awesome. Well, we have just a few minutes to close this out. So I want to ask um, you both these questions. We're going to start Derek first on this one. What is one book resource show piece of content that you would recommend listeners out there to consume right now? Just one. Just, <laughs> I know I can't remember you one is hard. Oof. Honestly, I, I, I'm not really sure. Um, What's the, what's the book that you just finished reading recently? What's the last book you finished? Uh, <laughs> it had to do with rental properties, uh, getting into real estate. So it was actually how to invest out of state into rental properties. So if you're in real estate, I would suggest that 100%. Because, um, I mean, it's great. You don't need to invest in your backyard. You could invest in something across the country where your price, is, price point is more on your page. So... So what's, so what's the name of that book? Uh, how to invest in real estate. How, how to invest in long distance real estate. Love it. I mean, one, just even that thought process is diverse. One, diversifying. And this is why I said he wants to be a billionaire with a B, which we didn't even get into, which is why part two needs to happen. Um, but people, when you're starting business, you see me think about starting businesses. Think about a passion and where and how. It doesn't always have to be right in front of your face. There can be so many different aspects of how you invest in yourself, whether it's personally or professionally. Uh, Kevin, what about you? Book, content, piece of content you would recommend? Um, I think everybody needs to read How to Win Friends and Influence People. Classic. Mm -hmm. Go back. Dale Carnegie. Um, the world is not about you. 
It's about everybody else and how they can, you can help them. Mm-hmm. And if you can learn how to communicate with people, and re- it reads like a textbook, but it is crystal clear on how you might not be living your life the best way to impact other people. So then you can do more of the things that you would like to do. So classic. I mean, and then after that, go read the go giver, right? Yeah, because it's, just, it's, it's the, it's the built on to it. Yeah. I'm reading, they have these sub series for the go giver. I just finished sell more. That was really mm-hmm. good. You know, so the go giver is up there. Buy your books yep. on eBay, people. eBay books are like $4. So, so much uh, that's my pro, pro tip. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, what advice, you know, is you both have become entrepreneurs in the last year and, and you know, there was never your original path. You didn't wake up and be like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur like when I was like 10. Um, it's come over. But what advice would you give to somebody that's out there, entrepreneur or an entrepreneurial mindset that's thinking about starting a business and kind of going for it? What advice would you give them? I would say have a clear goal and then don't give up on yourself because it's very easy to get sidetracked and it's very easy to doubt what you're doing. You might not get movement for a little while. You might not get momentum. It might not turn into exactly what you want right away, but that's where the consistency comes in. So that's why you need that true, clear vision. Know where you're going and don't give up on yourself. Love that. Kevin, what about you? Uh, I would keep it simple. I would, you know, think, uh, use help instead of sell, replace the word help, uh, sell with help. And if you can go out there and help people, people need that in their lives and then you can continue to do what you want to do. Love that. What do you think your superpower is, Kevin? Um, I don't know how to quit. I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know what I said on the survey before we started this call when you sent me the questionnaire. That was a while ago now, and we postponed it. But like, I I, uh, I work better when my back's up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know how to say no uh, because at the end of the day, like, it's one thing that Derek and I were taught early. Like, you're not going to quit. Mm-hmm. You're going to start something. You're going to finish it, even if you fucking hate it. Yep, and I, the the best thing about this is I don't hate it. So you know, <laughs> if we're not if we're not growing, we're dying. So keep fighting to get better every single day, and don't quit. Make make it happen. Make the dream a reality. Love that, Derek. What do you think your superpower is? I wish I had one. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm good at seeing things from other people's perspectives and other people's point of view. Um, to know that to find uh, I guess different routes and different paths to get a situation done because it's not always just one thing that gets it done there's sometimes you got to change course so I'm, I guess I'm good at taking a step back and seeing what needs to be done such an important important perspective uh, bonus question if you were a superhero what superhero would you want to be I'd be Thor I'm pretty <laughs> badass just saying just gets to fight all day and then drink all night so uh, I can't complain about that Kevin what about you like I want to say Batman, but probably Superman because it's just, he's in, you know, because it's yeah, he's cool. Because <laughs> cool. he can't be beat. <laughs> yeah, he's also, is, that, he's is also, that the easy way out? He's got no, a uh, side part. Reporter half the time. I mean, I, yeah, I, he doesn't I, really, I he's, but he never really has to work. True. <laughs> I would, I would go. Batman is Batman is a billionaire though. So like that's I was say, cool. especially if I was Christian Bale's <laughs> adaptation of Batman. 
uh, for the Dark Knight series. I think that would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, lasting message. What's the lasting message that you want the listeners of Bear Nation to take away? I just talked about, spoke about this the other, yes, was today, Wednesday, um, Monday. Um, if I were to tell you guys anything, I would say anything that you want is just on the other side of hard in life. If it's, if it's there and it's difficult and it's challenging and you have doubt and fear, that's exactly where you're meant to be. So when you go through life, go through it slowly and, you know, remember to stop and smell the roses along the way. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. But then when those hard moments come, that's exactly where you need to be. And that's what you have to fight through to get to where you want to be. I, I would say, I would have to say, know that you are capable of more than you think you are. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Once you do that, you'll be able to succeed at those goals you feel right now are only dreams. Oh, I got both of those are amazing piece of advice for the listeners out there. Um, I know that uh, you have a, a special offer um, for Bear Nation. You want to kind of share what that is and where to find y'all at so that Bear Nation can tune in and get involved. For sure. You want to tell me what I wrote on the thing? I know we can edit Oh, it yeah. Out. So fifty. <laughs> you said 50% off three months of the Hidden Summit tracks. Yeah, for sure. Uh, for anyone who's listening in on Bear Nation and uh, is a fan of Rob and part of his community, we want to offer you guys 50% off uh, three months of our Hidden Summit Tracks programming, uh, which would also get you inside the Hidden Summit Group community, which would let you take part in our free challenges where, you know, we give away upwards of, you know, we you know this challenge, we're giving away $2,000 for like life transformation challenge. Uh, and then you can take part in our weekly calls, our weekly workouts. Uh, so if you want to join us, you know, three months of hidden summit tracks is on you. Uh, Rob will post the code, uh, in the comments below. and we'll make sure we set that up for you guys, uh, right away. Um, what was the second part of the question? Oh, just where, where they can find you. What are the, what are all uh, the handles that I need to be so, listing below, cool. uh, so that they can find you. So you can find me at, uh, on Instagram, uh, at cabins, C-A-V-A-N. TV underscore. So it's at Kevin TV underscore. And uh, you can follow us at hidden summit underscore on Instagram as well. And Derek's is something different. Derek's is <laughs> Derek's is <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> at, can't even remember. Kevin Derek's is at dapper Derek dot life. At dapper Derek life. Awesome. I will make sure all that is in the show notes. Uh, I'll make sure that the code is in there so you can get 50% off three months of hidden summit tracks. Thank you both, Kevin and Derek, for being a part of Bear Nation, sharing so much in this session. I feel like we could go on for days. We'll definitely have to schedule a part two. And appreciate you both for being a part of the Bear Necessities of Entrepreneurship podcast. Thank you both. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate it. Thank All you. right. You look, you look good in that shirt too, by the way. I know that head, I got that head and stomach swag going on. All right, Bear Nation, until next time, stay well. Bear Nation, once again, thank you for listening to the Bear Necessities of Entrepreneurship. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review. And until next time, take care. <laughs>